Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, gang, and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, we begin with Manchester City reaching the Champions League final for the first time in their history after getting past PSG at the Etihad. This is how it all unfolded on TalkSport. We have done this for years. It's incredible in terms of the Premier Leagues and the Carabao Cups and the Cups and every competition played. In reaching the final helps to understand what we have done. People believe hey, Champions League, Champions League, reach this competition in the finals is so difficult. And we did it. So we make an incredible Champions League season. And now we deserve to be there. We're going to play the final. They are a chasm apart from the from the, 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 the club, the two clubs, the two managers, the two squads and the bench that PSG. I mean, that's... That's really not. That's not a great bench to go into a semi-final of a of a, of a Champions League. Yeah. City are. They looks like they're maturing just at the right time for this competition. But they play the side tonight. That and I said it for a while. I say it again. They are a, a team of selfish, overrated, petulant individuals. I don't know what to say. I'm lost for words. Can't believe it, man. I actually cannot believe it. Like we've actually made to the top the holy grail of football haven't we we've got to win it yet the final let me tell you with City the final will not be easy they'll make hard work of it I'm going into it like confidently I'm just saying that we probably will make hard work of it it's City we will I think we could win it I think there's a good chance but if we do win it I think we'll make hard work of it you know look the main thing is we've got there and for all the years of Peter Swales and Alan Ball and Steve Coppel and Lee Bradbury and Jamie Pollock they were bad days but you know what it's all been worth it in the end somewhere along the line it's all it's all come out on top for City <laughs> City, yes, they spent money, but that is a proper, proper team in the true sense of the word. And you look all through that squad of PSG, and Neymar is the epitome of it. I've said it before, good player, overrated, and 
not does not do it in the big games when it really matters. And there were moments there where he could have made a difference. And he doesn't get in City side. Mares tonight was if you if you if you're asking me who would I have Mares, De Bruyne, any Foden, Foden, Foden over him, and every single one of them, every one of them, every single day of the week, I twice totally on Sundays agree. over Neymar. De Bruyne, right-footed effort, he's blocked by Florenzi on the follow-up, it is in from Riyad Mahrez. I just want to talk about Mahrez, one of the most underrated players in the world. Furthermore, he's a Premier League legend. It's now time for him to get the recognition he deserves. Sorry, let's not forget, when he won the title with Leicester, the guy won the PFA Player of the Year. He didn't get carried. He was pivotal for that. We talk about partnerships, you know, John Terry and Cavalio. We talk about Rio and Vidic. I think this is one of them partnerships. I think it's going to be special in Manchester City. £65 million pounds for Ruben Diaz. It's not only brought a fantastic player and leader to the club, it's also revitalised one that they already had. And he's shown his best form now. I just want to talk about Ruben Diaz. He's 23 years old mm. and I think he's an absolute monster of a centre-back. Obviously, we've lacked that centre-back for a couple of years. We've we've signed some absolute, you know, stinkers. He has taken us to a new level now and he's got us to a Champions League final. And the fact that he's only 23 years old is absolutely unbelievable. I have to say, Phil Foden's maturity in, in this season, but certainly in this game, has really shone and uh, it was an incredible performance by everyone involved. It's almost a sackable fence if you start an England team in the Euros without Foden well, the in only the way, eleven. The only way you're going to get away with it is if you win it. Now, the Chelsea boss, Thomas Tuchel, has been speaking ahead of their Champions League second-leg semi-final match against Real Madrid tonight. A game you can hear live on TalkSport from 7pm, don't you know? The tie is finally poised at one goal each. And Thomas Tuchel spoke about how the Blues are preparing for the return of the Madrid legend, Sergio Ramos, and why self-belief is so important in mahusive matches like these. And he wants his way past Gontrois, and he's fired in quite superbly. The away goal for Chelsea. To arrive with a certain uh, level of belief and self-confidence is absolutely necessary. Otherwise, you have no chance to, to play against a team like, like Real Madrid without belief, without the inner belief. And it does not help so much if your coach is talking about it. You need to feel it. And if I talk about it, I just talk about it because I, I'm sure that they feel it. And, and we, can, we can see in all the games that the team is self-aware of we are able to produce performances. Sergio Ramos, the hero of the semi-final for Real Madrid. Does Ramos play or not? This is a tough question because I, I simply don't know it. We will see after after the training today and when they give it the lineup tomorrow. Does it change for, for Real Madrid? Yes, a lot because it's the captain. It's the captain of the most successful uh, team in Europe in the last year. So yeah, it changes a lot. But uh, we cannot lose our heads about this decision. I think that he will start. We will prepare for that. And uh, we have to make sure that he cannot do it alone. Now, would you believe it? Jose Mourinho, talk sports Jose Mourinho, of course, has been appointed Roma's new gaffer. He will take over the Italian club at the start of next season. Football expert Gab Marcotti, or Gabriel, he said the special one's reputation is still strong in Italy, but admitted he's baffled as to how he's landed the Roma job. I wouldn't say his stock is high. I mean, everybody knows what happened at Spurs and what happened at United and what happened at Real Madrid and what happened at Chelsea the second time round. I don't think Mourinho could have got a top job like the Juventus job or, or like the Milan job. I am utterly mystified how he ended up with Roma. Now, obviously, 
for Roma, given where they are, you know, he is a big name manager. TalkSport understands that Jose Mourinho has been sacked. How they managed to go and get him. It's been 15 days since he's been sacked and Ryan Mason appointed. 15 days. I think I'm a special one. Inter, probably the only club, he's still popular, where he didn't burn bridges uh, when he left. What he achieved there was was really special. But a great moment for Mourinho, no question about that. Great moment for Inter Milan as well. Although, again, this was also the season that they had a double-digit lead and nearly threw it away. It was also the season where, if you were to ask Louis van Gaal, that you know, they didn't deserve to win the final. And with the semi-final epic, some of that epic game against Barcelona and everything, and the ash, the volcano-ass cloud. And, you know, <laughs> it was a lot of chaos that season, but there's no question, no question whatsoever that he really gave Inter belief he figured out a system of playing that, that suited them at the time and received was really was really special. Now as the fallout from Sunday's Old Trafford protest continues, Simon Jordan gave his view on how Manchester United should be sanctioned. We'll also hear from the Vice Chairman of the Manchester United Supporters Trust, Dave Pennington, on their plan to ensure there are no more protests in the future. But first up, it's Simon. I listened to people yesterday on the show saying, you know, they didn't get let in, they didn't break in, they didn't kick doors down. So, okay, somebody comes in your back garden and, and does terrible things in your back garden, as long as they walked in there through the back gate, that's okay. You'd have a different view if it was your own place of business or your own house. Take them out of the Champions League spots. Take 12 points away from them, if it's a protocol that enables you to do that, and then really impact upon them, because you believe this is a deterrent. This will send a message to others, and it will ultimately impact upon Man United and send a resonant message to the Glazers about how his their football club should be running. I'm not hearing anything directly about further protest. I think we've done enough now to say, look, let's take this, this approach of really focusing on the fan-led review, because ultimately we'll need legislation, see what we can get in terms of a slightly more benefit, you know, help opposition with this club, and carry on looking at you know, whether, whether there's any different potential owners or ownership models. Now the WBO super middleweight champion Billy Joe Saunders, or BJS to his mates, has flown to Texas to take on Mexico's WBC, WBA and pound-for-pound pound king Saul Canelo Alvarez in his backyard in front of 70,000 fans. Not actually his backyard. That would be a bit silly. Unless, of course, he had a backyard where 70,000... Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Anyway, he has threatened to quit the fight over the size of the ring. I can't do that joke. It's a family podcast. Anyway, here's Billy Joe. We're all family, not friends round here. We stay low to the end round here. You know, the problem is that I've come over and they try to chuck me in a phone box of a boxing ring. You know, all these games and other bits and bobs played along the way for this fight is, you know, all my games in boxing. People say stuff to get under people's skin and then under camp skin, but it's hundreds and hundreds of feet long and they want to stick a 16 to 18 foot ring in the middle of it. I mean, for me, that's just unacceptable. I want a 24 foot ring and they're saying, you know, this is, this is, it's not going to happen and, you know, it is what it is, but I've left it to my team and I'm sure they'll resolve it. Otherwise, there won't be any fight. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the I'm ready Hello people, just want to say um, I'm pleased the issue's sorted Because obviously as you can see I tagged Eddie Earn and Canelo the last video And the ring is not a problem So thumbs are up Chilling back, watching a few films And uh, Eddie, get the ring in mate Now, it was a massive night in the championship. <laughs> oh, a massive night in the championship. Oh, it was, sorry. When Luton Town took on Rotherham, who were in the bottom three going into the game at Kenilworth Road. 
The match had huge significance for Wayne Rooney's Derby County. It did, actually. This was the fallout over on TalkSport 2. They do have something to show for their efforts, the Millers, for the 90 minutes. And they go into the final day at Cardiff knowing that all possibilities are still alive for them, Derby and Sheffield Wednesday and even Wickham at the bottom of the championship. Full-time at Kenilworth Road, Luton Town nil, Rotherham United nil. You've got to stay positive. We have to go into the game thinking, like from the first minute, we just have to win it. And all we can do is try and win our game. And if we do that, when we've done our best, don't we? And that's all I can ask of them. Now, what do championship champions Norwich City need to do next season to stay in the Premier League? Well, let's ask Adrian Durham and Canaries star Todd Cantwell. It's difficult to get relegated. It's difficult to accept it. It's difficult to have a, a regroup as such. And I think credit to the boys, credit to the to the staff and everyone really to have that sort of reaction and to do it in the way we've done it, I think puts us in a, in a better position than we were last time. Two years ago when they went up, they conceded 57 goals. In the Premier League last season, they conceded 75 goals. One game left this season, they've only conceded 34 goals. So Daniel Farker's changed the way they play, changed the structure of the team. And a lot of that is down to the third point I'm going to make, and that is Ollie Skip, who uh, sits in front of uh, the back four and does a very good job. Now, he's only on loan from Spurs. They have to keep him at all costs. They've got to keep him, whether it's signing him permanently or another season on loan. They have to keep Ollie Skip because he's been brilliant. He was third in their Player of the Year vote. Uh, Grant Hanley, the centre-back, was second, which surprised me, but it shows just how uh, good he has been. I think there's a lot of people in the changing room that were obviously heavily disappointed last season um you know we felt like we'd let the fans down we'd let ourselves down um in the manner that we we finally got relegated and i think there's a hunger in there to obviously get success back now the indian premier league has been suspended indefinitely it follows a rising number of players testing positive for covid19 they are among 20 million in the country to have caught coronavirus on drive the former england cricketer darren goff said that he still thinks the tournament will be completed with the amount of money at stake. The IPL, it's the biggest deal media-wise in the world, isn't it? It's ridiculous the amount of millions and millions and millions of pounds that it's worth. Now, they're going to want to finish it. It's started, it's halfway through, and they're going to want to finish it. Now, they're talking about possible dates before the T20 World Cup in India. Can you imagine these boards wanting their players to go out and play in a tournament that we're talking another seven, eight, nine games in a a two-and-a-half-week period before a World Cup? Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Let me remind you that Chelsea will be getting beat against Real Madrid tonight in the Champions League semi-final second leg. And you can hear them crash out the competition live on TalkSport from 8pm. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. From my back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports, by Monday to Thursday from 10pm tonight with a very unhappy ex-Chelsea footballer, Jason Cundy. who will be crying, of course, about the news that he couldn't handle a massive semi. <clears throat> Yep, I did say it was a family podcast. Anyway, there will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Till then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, come on, you Real Madrid. No, sorry, above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.